Hello and welcome to the Kinetic Fitness Show, where we inspire you to live a longer, healthier, happy, and more joyful life. We cover everything you need to know to be optimally healthy in your mind, body, and spirit. Are you ready to become the ultimate version of yourself? Well, let's dive into another episode with your host and guide by your side, Allie West. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 97 of the Kinetic Fitness Show podcast. If this is your first time listening in, welcome to the show. You've made an excellent choice. If you are a returning listener or a regular listener, then welcome back. Super grateful to have each and every one of you listening in. No matter where you are in the world or what you're doing, I appreciate you taking your time out to listen to today's episode. Before I introduce my amazing guest, my inspirational guest today, and we share today's episode with you, there's a few little bits I want to point out. We are edging closely to... There's a few little bits of information that I want to point out. Firstly, we are edging ever so close to the 100th episode. We have today's episode plus two more amazing episodes before the big 100. I actually recorded the 100th episode yesterday and I'm not going to lie, it was amazing, incredible. Probably going to be the best episode so far with two amazing guests, not guests, not friends, brothers of mine. Paul Hughes and Lee Yuen. We chatted an amazing conversation for a long time. You might have to break this episode down into chunks, but we covered so much information, so many topics around health, well-being, mindset, nutrition, spirituality, so many different areas. And I know you're going to get so much value from this 100th episode. It's a huge milestone. So I was grateful to get these two amazing people, these two amazing human beings on this 100th episode and I can't wait to share it with each and every one of you. But make sure that you've turned on the notifications and you're following and you've subscribed so that you are aware of when that 100th episode comes out. Also with that 100th episode in mind, I know I've been hyping it up the last few weeks, but we have a huge prize giveaway. Actually, three prizes. Three, yes, I didn't stutter. Three prizes for one lucky listener of the Kinetic Fitness Show podcast. To be in with a chance to win these three incredible prizes, you have to listen to that 100th episode. I'm going to be giving out more information on how you can get your hands on these prizes, but I want to tell you what these prizes are. Firstly, the first prize is an hour coaching session with me over the internet on Zoom where we can discuss your health and well-being in more detail and I can coach you towards whatever health and fitness, health and well-being goals you have. So it's a valuable one-hour session to pick into my knowledge, wisdom and expertise. The second prize is a sacred geometry drawing from Paul. Paul does these incredible sacred geometry drawings. You may have seen them on his Instagram page, Divine Eye Art. If you haven't, go and check out Divine Eye Art. And he is giving away one of these incredible drawings completely free of charge. He usually charges hundreds and hundreds of pounds for these drawings. And the third and final prize is an amazing t-shirt, a nasal t-shirt from Lee Yuen. Lee is a breathwork practitioner, a breathwork expert, and he has this incredible brand, this incredible company called Nasal. It's all centered around nasal breathing. And he's given away one of his cool nasal t-shirts. So do go and check out Lee Yuen on Instagram and check out nasal.io. So you've got to be in it to win it, they say. 
listen to that 100th episode, keep an eye on our social media channels and we'll be giving away all the information on how you can get your hands on these amazing prizes. The next things to mention are, I mention them every week, but they are really, really important. So please do like, follow, subscribe to this podcast, turn on all the notifications, and then you'll be updated with all of my latest episodes. Secondly, please leave me a review. If you can leave me a review, help me out, leave me a review. Reviews help me to grow. They help me to inspire and reach more people. And also don't forget to share this podcast. That's one of the best things you can do. Tell one person about it, or even better, share it on your social media, on your Facebook, on your Instagram, on your Twitter. Tag me in it, Ali West Coach, on all platforms, and I will share it with my friends and followers as well. Final things to mention then before we get stuck into today's episode and I introduce my guest are our sponsors. So I want to give a big shout out to the two sponsors of the podcast today. The first one is purehimalayanshilajit.com, purehimalayanshilajit.com. If you don't know what shilajit is, shilajit is an ancient substance from the Himalayan mountains that can be taken as a supplement form and it's guaranteed to improve your energy and cognitive performance. I've been taking this substance, this supplement for a number of weeks now and I'm really noticing a lot of improvements in my mental focus, mental clarity and my energy levels as well. So I highly recommend you go and get yourself some pure Himalayan shilajit. Just hit the link in the description. Find the product that you like. I recommend the dry drops. And then when you've got your order or sorted, go to checkout and bang in the code AliWest. A-L-I-W-E-S-T, AliWest. Really, really simple. And you'll get 15% off any order from purehimalayanshilajit.com. Second sponsor is Mudo Health. Mudo Health are a DNA testing company. Really simple to do their DNA tests. You order your DNA testing kit off of their website. It's sent out to you. You take a quick saliva sample, send it back to their lab. And within a couple of weeks, you will be given a complete breakdown of your DNA with over 90 plus reports on how you can improve your health and well-being from a multitude of angles. So if you wanna get your hands on a Mudo Health DNA testing kit, and you're intrigued to learn more about your health on the deepest level, all you need to do is click the link in the description, order your DNA testing kit, and put in the code ALDNA, A-L-D-N-A. And there will be one of two offers. It'll either be a two for one offer, or you'll get 20% off your DNA testing kit, depending on when you are actually listening to this episode. That's it. Let's get stuck into today's episode and introduce my guest. Quick spoiler alert, if you haven't watched season seven of Alone and you're planning on watching it, then you might want to turn off this podcast episode right now. So if you haven't watched season seven of Alone and you want to watch it, turn it off right now. Okay, if you have watched it, you're probably really excited to listen to this episode. And if you haven't and you're not planning on watching it, then don't worry, you're still gonna get so much value and so much inspiration from today's episode. My guest today then is Roland Welker. And Roland is the latest champion of Alone. If you don't know what Alone is, Alone is a television series, a reality TV series on the History Channel where around about 10 to a dozen contestants get dropped in the middle of nowhere, in the complete wilderness, on their own, with only their clothes, 
and 10 items that they take with them. And they have to survive for as long as possible and whoever survives the longest wins money. But this season was a special one because it was the million dollar season. So for the first time ever, the prize was a million dollars and to win that million dollars you had to last 100 days in the wilderness all alone. And my guest today, Roland, did exactly that. He survived 100 days all alone and took home 1 million US dollars. Absolutely incredible. It's the longest anyone's ever survived in the wilderness on their own. So it's incredible. And this was documented, filmed all himself on the show alone. So do go and check out the show if you haven't. It's an amazing show. I love everything about survival. I love the wilderness. Something about it just like really gets me going and it really intrigues me. And I was rooting for Roland the whole way. I really wanted him to win. And Sarah, my wife, she wanted him to win as well. So when he did win it, we was like, amazing, Roland's the champ. But also I said to Sarah, don't you think Roland would be an amazing guest to come on the show? And she said, absolutely. Why don't you reach out to him? I did. To be honest, I didn't expect him to even reply. And maybe that's fault from me. But he came back to me. We had a little back and forth via email, which was difficult because he was traveling during the hunting season at the time. But we managed to lock him down. We locked the interview down. We recorded it a few weeks ago and it's absolutely incredible. You're going to get so much from this. But a little bit about Roland. So Roland, as I mentioned, winner of season seven of Alone. And Roland is a survival expert. Before he kind of made a name for himself on the show, Welker trained uh, in hunting, fishing, trapping and bushcraft from a very young age. And he was also working as an Alaskan hunting guide up in Alaska and a survivalist guide and also a gold miner and logger as well. But then through help of his clients and his sister decided to jump on the show, go on alone and he won that sucker. He won it. Amazing. So he's going to share lots of information today, particularly around his time alone on the show. We also talk about mindset, how driven he is getting stuff done, taking action. You'll also learn a bit more about physical health and how important that is and why it's so important to get a sweat on each and every day. We talk about some of Roland's favorite moments from the show, how he dealed with being alone, plus much, much more. You're gonna get so much from this episode. I'm so pleased with it. And I just loved recording every second of this. Roland is an amazing guy. He's such an interesting character. He's full of energy. He's funny, he's witty. And I know you're going to get so much from this episode. So this is episode 97 with the champion of Alone, 100 Days in the Wilderness, Roland Welker, the last Bushman. Enjoy it. Hey, Roland, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, I'm doing better than the average son of a bitch. Love it, love it. And you're uh, you're in the middle of your hunting. How's that going? I am. I'm in the middle of uh, fall and winter hunts. I'm a big game guide in Alaska, and it's we're banging them out this year. Moose, grizzly bear, caribou, tall sheep, some of the finest animals on the continent in some of the hardest terrain where you got to be strong and, and uh, physical. Love it, love it. Well, I'm really keen to, to talk to you and I'm, I'm really appreciating your time with me. There's uh, many things that we can we can probably talk about and we'll see where this conversation goes. But I think a good starting point so the, the listeners 
know a little bit more about you is a little brief backstory who you are and we'll go from there uh we ain't got enough time i just <laughs> give it to you brief man i i've i've lived the life of three men three active men going on my fourth maybe it, it's been a wild wild toad ride started very young very young at eight years old picked up the love of the outdoors from my uncle and my father and and pursued it with a passion didn't fool around with sports in school or nothing like that i was the hunting fish and trapping kid go camping all weekend in a rainstorm when you got off the bus nobody go with you uh too much to talk about but but discovered at a very young age the uh the importance of self-determination and getting yourself where you want to be and then backing it up with the physical, you know, you ain't going nowhere without work. And, and from that, I did, this is a 40 year career came together. I'm actually just turned 49. So it's a 41 year career. I really started hardcore at eight years old and, uh, looking back on on all the work that got me to where i'm at now you know self-determination backed up with physical activity is the key to my success and where do you think that self that self-determination came from was you born with that is that something that was instilled to you from your father or your uncle or did you just develop that over time how did that come about yeah, self-determination can go either way. And, and it, it was a medley of both. I, I was instilled with some through my family, absolutely. My mother, who I mentioned so much throughout the show, had, had a great willpower. She had the willpower of 10 men. I inherited some of that. I don't think I got as much as she had, man, oh man. And, uh, but, but when you're young, you don't know you got that and you don't know what the other person has. And, 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 and so I took some shots earlier in life that I didn't like. And I thought, I'm not eating this, you know, and, and I started going into myself. And also you got your religion and all that, you know, I am, I am hardcore Christian in Jesus Christ's name, the canon of the Holy Bible, that your belief and pick the winning belief, your self-determination, and whatever assets you were endowed with from your creator and your family, and, and you gotta get it all right in your mind. And then you gotta act. You got to put the work in it, the workout, the 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 day's work, whatever. You you gotta get physical. Absolutely. And why why do you think so many people then don't put in, in the work? right here and right now because before we started talking and recording well when we was talking before we started recording you was mentioning get it done now like take action now don't wait so there's a kind of twofold question why do you think people don't act right now and what can people do to just take the life by the horns right now and get going that's easy it's procrastination procrastination is a bad deal man you know, you want to do this, but it's, it's a lot of work. It's a pain in the ass. You know, people say, you know, I, I talk to people and, and they're, they're like, well, you know, that ain't fair. You're you. And, and, you know, you don't know what I had to do to get where I'm at. You know, you, you can make it happen. Everybody can make it happen, but it don't happen sitting around thinking about it. It don't happen talking about it. You got to act. And there's no better time than if something needs done, you just do it starting right now. 
And have you, have you ever had to deal with that procrastination, Roland, or is it, have you always just been a doer? Um, have you always got straight to it or has procrastination took hold of you at any points in your life? Procrastination runs strong in everybody. It's mm. so easy to put shit off. You, you just got to overcome that. Catch yourself doing it. Stop it. Nip it in the bud. Yep. Awesome. Let's talk about the show then. So obviously alone and 100 days in the complete wilderness, did it, did the whole thing, won. But I'm keen to know what was the, what was the why, what was the reason for, for, for going on that show and taking part? Obviously, there's a big pot of money, but I'm pretty sure that wasn't the, the main reason for you going in there. Or you can correct me if I'm wrong, but what was the driving force for you, mate? Once I was actually in, I absolutely wanted the money. Yeah. But that was secondary. You know, I, 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 this show came out seven years ago and I, I don't, my lifestyle doesn't allow a whole lot of TV. And if I do take a little bit of TV time, you know, I'll do a DVD of John Wayne or something like that. Lonesome Dove, seen it more than anybody on earth. Um, so I hadn't never watched a show, but my clients from all over the country show up and they tell me about this awesome show, these survival people. And, uh, you know, the, the, my clients know me really good and they say, oh, you ought to go do that. And it, 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 I did want to go do it. And I, I, but I know it would take a lot of computer to get on there, you know, the application process and what have you. That's just where we're at these days. And I, I, I'm a computer nobody, you know, I, I can't do computer. And uh, barely run my phone. Um, so I tell them, I'll get me on there and I'll slam it. And, and they all said, yeah, yeah, we'll get you on. And, you know, nobody got me on. Finally, my sister went through the, it, it's, it was crazy. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes to get your ass on that show. And, and she made it happen with me and I get on. And, and once I was on, then I entered total focus, win this thing mode, mm. just tunnel vision. Was there any days then that you doubted yourself? Or was you completely like, I'm going to win this sucker. That million dollars is mine. No one's getting in my way. Mm. Was it, was what, was there any days of doubt at all? Well, doubt will come and go and all men like procrastination. And, and as soon as you catch yourself doing it, you, you, you throw it out the door. It, 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 I don't even want that shit up here, you know? So pretty much, yes, I went in fully figuring to win that and take home the money. Absolutely. And was it, was it an enjoyable experience or was it, would you say it was more horrible than enjoyable? <laughs> That's a good question. The, uh, you know, sitting here after it's all done. Oh my God, it was enjoyable. But you know, I've been on other hard expeditions and, and they're always way more fun when you're out looking back. The, the way I like to describe this kind of stuff and my whole lifestyle is the dream is way better than the reality. You know, when you're yeah. sitting out there cold and hungry and wet and tired and half-ass lonely. Like I deal with alone really good. I, I really don't like people around me a whole lot, but but a hundred days along, you know, that's damn near a third of a year. It was a bitch. It was yeah. tough. The dream's better than the reality. If you're gonna go tackle this, you gotta have your head in the right place. 
and I'm, being out with a physique that don't let you down. You definitely, know? I, definitely. I was, I was, you know, I, I, I keep myself healthy, exercise, eat a lot of organic and natural foods, of course, especially with all the wild game and fish I consume, which I feel is very important to, to my, uh, physique. Uh, but you know, just, just the whole mental process of getting tough with yourself, making yourself stick through something and, and, you know, it, it's, everybody's built different. I was, I was gifted with a really strong, vibrant, don't let you down body. You know, I'm a machine. Definitely. I'm not doubting that all. hundred <laughs> percent. And uh, I mean, it's proof as well that, that health and fitness and, and strong mindset and, and being in air quotes healthy you don't have to just do it in the in the sense that we've been led to believe maybe like the last i don't know 20 30 years where you have to go for a run or you have to go in the gym and pump iron for ages just doing natural stuff that we was designed as human beings to do can get you physically mentally and spiritually if you want to go down that route to and strong and fit and healthy everybody can do it in their own way the, the trouble is although there's many troubles in life but but what what people do that, that messes them up is, is they're trying to be like the next guy oh this guy can do this many pull-ups and i can only do this many you know you got to get that out of your head and you know that, that that's that's why people procrastinate oh i can never be like him or whatever you know don't worry about the other person you got to get down with yourself you know any improvement you make every day like some days you'll have a strong workout and 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 when i'm getting a strong workout i i I go with it as far and hard as i can and other days you're in that funky mood and you know you don't feel like working out and you know you're not going to get a good one and so you don't work out altogether that's the wrong move Mm. you know get in there and do something some days are better than others absolutely absolutely when there's one thing i want to ask you which is more from my own personal question than maybe for for the listeners but when you um on the show when you took out the uh the muskox and you're carrying that bad boy back to the um the camp rock house um how just tell explain what that was like from a physical perspective because those guys are they weigh like crazy amount of weight don't they and you're lugging this back and forth all day what was that like from a physical perspective yeah there, there was some big big loads there. there there was some 90 pound loads the hide was maybe 100 there, there was some 90 to 100 pound loads for sure and like eight or nine loads all together but that's what i do as a guide mm. now mostly i got a pack you know a, a big frame pack that i lash stuff to and, and that's what i'm doing right now i mean i I've packed out tons and tons and tons of meat on my back. I've wore out pack frames. Damn near got my back wore out. But uh, so I, I'm ready to do that. I, I, that's what I do. That's what I condition for all the time, so to speak, yeah. even though it's my lifestyle. Uh, it's it's something you really can't train for. I, you know, I've had guys, some strong, some strong guys that, that, that can keep up with me, so to speak, and, and – uh, but while they're doing it, they're just like, oh, my God, it's killing me, you know. And, 
and and these are guys that do the stair stepper i don't know what all they do you know but 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 they're on it they're trying to stay healthy and and strong and and i've had so many of them say there's just no training for this you know the high elevation and the big loads on your back and and it's miles and miles sometimes you know like at muskox was two miles from rock house and you, you you hit the point where you're so uncomfortable you're so wet miserable tired and in pain your feet hurt your back hurts everything that it just don't matter no more yeah i I believe it's now i i've never personally ran a marathon or nothing like that i'm not necessarily an athlete although i have athlete attributes for sure Uh, but you know that the the first mile of the race is the hardest you know when you're in pain and after that you'd like hit the point where nothing can hurt you no more and yeah that's where you get you know and i really like that zone that that where the pain is almost behind you and you've become numb it still hurts but you're just I don't, you get numb to, to the mental and the physical and the elements and you just that's when you become the machine and you just robot all day and you hit a point in your mind where none of all this crap in the world matters anymore either because you're under such stress of the immediate physical situation. It's kind of a good place if you can get there. Yeah, and it's it's back to maybe what we said a, a little bit earlier about that kind of that being in the present and doing it now because oh. we we was talking about this the other day. My wife and I, we did a 20K hike the, on last Friday. And I said to my wife, actually walking into work yesterday, don't you just like love walking and love hiking because, or getting out in nature because you're so present, you're so there and you're just focused on that task at hand and you don't have all this other, I'm going to swear this shit, this crap going on, worrying about what happened yesterday, anxiety about what might happen tomorrow. You're just there doing your thing and just, I think being how you're meant to be, living as a human being, how it should be. Exactly. That's where I really like to get. And, and I like to do it for days on end if I can. You sleep better at night when you've been stressed all day. You know, you're, you're putting in 16 hours packing meat. You, you don't, you know, you ain't up stressing. You're bedding down. You're, you're, you need sleep. You hit the fucking bunk, you're out. And it's the best rest in the world, even though you might only get five hours of it, you know. And then you're up right back gearing up and heading into the, the battle, so yeah. to speak. It, it, Not- it, it, the, the now is good. It, it blows out your mind. It gets all that crap out of your mind. Plus your blood's pumping, you know, it, the, the, the suicide thing these days, all the suicide in the world. I think people ain't active enough. You know, if your blood is not cleaning out the impurities in your brain and bloodstream and everything, you know, flushing it hard. It's, it's just all that shit stacking up and you're sitting around. Then you get depressed and, and then you do something really funky. Yeah. You know, physical activity. If you're having a bad day, go work up a sweat. 100%. Yep. Yeah. I tell this to my, my clients. That we I didn't think I said to you, but we own a gym here in, in the UK. Uh, my wife and I, we own a gym, run a gym. And I say it to people all the time when I'm either speaking to them on the phone or in the gym physically, or I'm out and about presenting, I'm just saying, if you can do anything, just get moving, just do some movement because 
the, I mean, the life you live that to, to a lot of people that might be listening to this podcast is that, that a lot of people that are listening to this probably sedentary, sat at the office all the time. They're not like you and maybe I getting out and about moving. But what we're saying to you, what Roland and I are saying to you, just do some movement, get a sweat on, and you always feel better, you sleep better. And you, as you said, you, you're going to get rid of all that crap, flush out that crap and just, yeah, feel just you can't beat movement movement motion is lotion <laughs> even if you can't do it all day cram in a 20 minute hard as you can go routine of some sort i yeah. mean where you're gasping for breath and shaking when you're done and, and then you know it seems like you feel better yeah absolutely absolutely what about then this um this kind of connection that you have with with the with the land and with nature uh, and with Mother Earth, um, is that something that you've always had? And do you feel like that got stronger as you went on the show? And and as the more you do what you do, do you feel you get this bigger connection to the the Earth? Is that something that you feel and that you think about? Uh, that that's a little bit deep. Mother Earth doesn't resonate with me. Okay, I'm just a man. Doing your thing <laughs> on this earth that God created. I'm a created man on a created earth, trying to take care of myself. I I, I did. Man, I do got a great love of nature and the outdoors and the creatures in it, and 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 with some people that 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 resonates with. You know, I got a pretty tight circle of other. I don't want to use the word nature lover because that puts me in the green category. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a green person. I'm a realist. I am very, you know, my, my, I, I, my brain just records what my eyes see, you know, and I, I see all these people living on earth. And so, you know, the green thing, the, the quality of life that we're experiencing ain't going to happen with green energy. No, it just ain't. It just ain't. It takes a hot fire to keep everybody comfortable. And and that's what it is. You know, to, to go green, you got to go live like I lived at Rock House. And people ain't going to do that. No, we, we, we've just been too exposed to too many creature comforts at this point in our I don't know. It ain't evolution because we're created. You know, I'm a Christian. God created us. Jesus Christ is here to guide us and save us. And all this, so, 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 you know, nature lover, I don't like that term. Applied no, no, no. I get you. But I, get I do, you. but I do really connect out there. I love being out there where I can, you know, I, I'll look at a bird. I, I love the, the intricacies of a bird and the beauty of a bird. I mean, even just a little songbird that ain't worth nothing to eat or anything. But at the same time, you know, I could smash it and put it in my pot. I, I'm a, I'm a very complex person. I'm told <laughs> there's, there's a lot of personalities in me. Maybe, maybe if you read the book, the big sky by AB Guthrie jr, American author in American literature. I read that for the first time in sixth grade. And it, I mean, it's, it's a very, well-known book and not so much these days because things are just trending away from that kind of stuff but it's a powerful book you don't even find it in the western section it's under american literature the, the nearest book. thing you could get to getting in my head would be reading that book i'll check it out yeah. 
I'll check it out. What what about then with um with this kind of I don't I don't know if it's the best word, but this this divide, because we spoke heavily about you're you're in your element, you're in the zone when you're doing what you do, and you've pretty much done it all your life. Whereas these these people that we've we've spoken about that maybe are just sitting on their ass all day, they're watching TV all day, they're putting crap in their body. Do you think there is a way or there there will be a way where those people can move to more of like the lifestyle that you live? Or do you think it's gone too far? Do you think there's this kind of divide of there's these people that are like you, the, the Bushmen, and then there's the, the people that are living in city society? Do you think there's a, is there always going to be that divide and it's going to get worse? Or do you think you can take somebody out of that environment and put them in your environment, so to speak? I, th- I think you could take some out of there and drop in into my environment and and they would make it but it would be a very very low percentage you know you, you drop somebody off of course they'd have to have a few skills i've spent a lifetime acquiring those but you know with all the information available and you know i mean if a guy crammed and did a little practicing and wanted to dump himself in that situation to try himself some would make it absolutely but by far most would not it's it, it, it's the ultimate playing field. There's no, you know, that, that, that's what I do love about the wilderness. It's pure. It don't care about who you are, who you want to be. None of that. It Unforgiven. It, it's just, it is what it is. I love that term. I know it's overused, but I love that verbiage. It is what it is. You know, the wilderness will smash you or, or you'll overcome it, you know. And there's some luck in there too. It's, it's a, it's a real pure playing field, you know, cause these days everybody's all into fair, you know, fair play these days. That's a bunch of crap. Life ain't fair. You know, this fair thing is all brand new and it ain't gonna last forever. It'll last as long as electricity and socialism's in place. But I mean, someday everything will just go back to the wilderness or we'll all be raptured to heaven. I don't know what the scenario is, but you know, the wilderness, it don't care who you are. You're, you're going to make it or not. And I, I did, I made the, the, the hundred days. That's a long time. There's been nobody live off the land for a hundred days for the last hundred years. I'll bet you. Mm. And I wanted that title. I wanted that title as much as the money and God willing it, 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 it was delivered to me. Praise the Lord. Yeah. You mentioned a bit earlier on about you don't mind being alone and you, you, you're happy to some extent being on your own. Um, why do you think that is? Uh, the alone thing started for me way back as a young age. I was so crazy about the outdoors. I took it to such a level that I, that, you know, get ridicule from kids growing up. And then later, even in adult life, you know, you know, I, I, I'm sort of an oddball. And that's when you reach back down into yourself and, and you know, you got to put it in your head. Fuck all these other people. Who are they to me? I'm me. This is me right here. And, you know, you go do your thing, whatever it is, and you do it as hard as you can. And life's a long race. I said that in the show. And then if you keep going, you'll pop out on top eventually with enough activity. 
Um, um, another question to tag on to that, that being alone and that kind of that on your own mentality is the opposite end to it. So why, why do you think so many people struggle with, with, with solitude and with being on their own? And I think sometimes solitude gets a bad rep. It's, it's some people see it as a, a quote unquote negative word, but I don't personally think it is. But why, why do you think that is? Why do you think people struggle being on their own? And why do you, why do you think so- solitude gets a bad rep? Uh, they just ain't, they, you know, every, everybody needs so much stimulation now, you know, entertain. They can't, people cannot entertain themselves now. And, and, and the program, like I'm a big reader. So, you know, I, I've done remote trips my whole life, but I've always taken a book this we had no books you know we had no journals we had no thermometers we had no watch nothing like that you got your 10 items in your clothes that is all Mm -hmm. so no book i had no way to read you know and and i'm a big reader even though i don't do it on computer so even for me it was a little bit of you know i was as lone as i've ever been no book i've always had book uh but but i i think i i think being alone's good for a person's mind really once once they get to that point where they're friends with their self and friends with their own mind you know i'll talk to myself in my mind i don't know if other people can do that or not i i, I got a philosophy of uh you know I, i'm an observer of nature and things animal movements weather all that shit but i also am a pretty observant person of humans and as as we all look different I think we all think different. So I don't know. You're just going to have to get some point with yourself where you're, you can deal with yourself. I keep myself pretty good company. Yeah. And what, when you was alone a hundred days, you didn't have any book, any journal, what, what kind of, what kind of thoughts were going through your head or, or was you just taking it a day at a time? I, I did. I, I, I had to come up with something to keep my mind going at night. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I'm 49. You, you start, you know, when you've lived as rich a life as I have, there's too much to remember. So I started going way back into my mind. Of course, my mother had just passed and that had me going way back to childhood. And I used that time to bring back a lot of memories. I would just do mind exercises at night, trying to go way back into early childhood. And I dredged up a few instances that I'm like, holy shit, I almost forgot that, you know? And then hopefully I salvaged them. And, and how's that? How's that impacted you? Bringing back up this this this, this old stuff. Do you, do you think bringing up that and doing these mind exercises and working up with your mind while she was there? Do you think that allowed you to 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 get through the hundred days and allow you to 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 do to do things beyond the hundred days as well? Like maybe what you're doing now. What 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 kind of impact has it had on you? Uh, I had the hundred day thing under control without that. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was just what I did. Yeah, I, I can also turn my brain off, so to speak. I've I, I do a form. Of, I, I don't like the I don't know if I like the word meditation, but I, I can hit a point where I can almost shut my brain off too. for not not indefinitely, but but but, but for periods of time through through uh, any kind of struggle that I'm dealing with. So I, I got that asset as well. Like I said, I'm a pretty complex person. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned your mother there, and and uh, you spoke about her a lot on the show. But 
what what has she done for you? What's what's the biggest overriding thing that that you take from your mother's life? The main thing from my mother is, is she did not waver. She was not wishy washy. She was straight, straight and true. And she had a work ethic that that was uncomparable. And then I draw that from her. The the get you know like like she could just so to speak you know she built a rock fence one time and, and she went in the woods and, and just gathered rocks every day for days on end and built this amazing big rock fence all around the property you know she did it in like a year along with all her other work you know she she had a job and shit too i mean yeah she she had the the, the work ethic that's you know, everybody's the, the eight day, or excuse me, not the eight day, the, the uh, eight hour work day, man, that's a bunch of bullshit. You don't get nothing done in eight hours. You know, you need to be working 12 to 16 hours a day. Sun up till sundown. To, to get anywhere, you know, I think everybody has it a little too easy these days. Food's too hard to get, you know, flick a switch, the heat comes on. And it, everybody's got it way too easy. The poor are richer than 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 the old rich people from old times before the technology. You know, the old kings and queens in the castles from medieval days. You know, they were still cold. You know, before glass was invented. You know, for your windows and stuff. So I mean, everybody's pretty damn spoiled now. It it it, it could lead me into conversations that people you know there's there's going to be a confliction there that i mean every nobody thinks they're spoiled but we are oh yeah i i, I think so i think i think as well i mean not to to go to like political or go with what's going on in the world at the moment but i think we're going to see a see a point where people are going to have to um fend for themselves and 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 maybe get back to some of those more kind of primitive ways um because things aren't you can't be like wrapped in cotton wool for forever in my opinion so i mean i've even started myself like we've started growing our own food and and we're looking more into doing that and and i'm getting out in nature as much as possible and trying to learn some of the skills that, that you do so well and so beautifully i mean that that's uh that's something that i think people might get a a shock very soon i don't know if you if you feel the same way <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely the same way that, that get a shock's putting it mildly. You know, there'll be people die in the Walmart parking lot waiting for the next truck of food that ain't coming. Yeah. You know, I'd like to see it all go to that. I'd like to see it all just go tits up and then everybody get back to the basics and then all this other shit we're fighting about won't matter. You'll just be trying to stay alive. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that for sure. <laughs> Particularly over over in the U.S., I mean, crazy over there. <laughs> oh my God, they, 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 these these people don't got a clue what they're even fighting about. Like I said, if it all just went to hell and you was looking for your daily bread, none of this other stuff's gonna matter a whole lot. Yeah, and like you said earlier, a lot of them, a small percentage, only a small percentage would probably probably make it. Yeah, right. Well, we'll get down to a sustainable population then. Yeah. 
We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if the uh, if the shit goes down. I'm, I'm coming. I'm sorry. To I, I, we'll see what happens. We'll see if the shit goes down. Oh, if it goes down, you'll see what happens. Absolutely. You've heard people say, "Oh, when things get bad, I'll go live off the land." I've heard them say it. You've heard it say. People say it. You know, people said stuff like that all the time, and they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Know? It's rough living off the land. Even back when society was more agrarian, you know, when there was more small farms and everybody had garden and stuff. America had the Great Depression in the 30s. You know, it was a rough time. And you you, you look at pictures of some of them old timers, farmers or whatever. They weren't necessarily just living off the land. They had a little farm and shit. Those people were skinny. They were damn near. They were emaciated, you know. And then we got an obesity epidemic. You know, we're, we're at the whole other end of the spectrum now. And, yeah. And, and there's no happy medium in life. There's, you know, if you do hit a happy medium, you better you better realize what you got and appreciate it because nothing's going to stay like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a very good point. Did you, did, did you, when you was in the 100 days, was there... What was that like? The, the the food element did you did it hit you harder, or did you was you just like kind of ticking along nicely, or was was hunger an element? Because I think that's what most people would think if if you've seen the show or not, and you said, "Oh, there's this guy Roland. He lived in uh, the wilderness for a hundred days," and I bet a lot of them the first thing they would say or think about is food. The way people are wired up was that an issue for you? Did you experience any of that, or I? It is an issue. When you got nothing to eat, ain't nothing no fun. I managed to put together more food, I believe, in, in the show's history. Mm-hmm. Probably ate better than anybody for, you know, and, and 100 Days was a new record. But still, it's the same thing every day. All of a sudden, your body develops cravings that you can't get away from. You know, I, I'm not a big carb guy anywhere along you know i i I try to i I love biscuits and stuff like that and and eat a few but mainly i'm a meat eater even now you know my my diet leans toward meat big time if there's meat in the table i won't hardly touch a vegetable if i'm eating at somebody else's house i'll eat some vegetables and potatoes just to be polite but if there's a bunch of steak left on the plate i'll lick it up so i had all that meat berries fish what have you but but in the cold weather with no bread, all of a sudden you're just your mind's torturing you with thoughts of mm. donuts and biscuits and you know crackers and anything like that. So I read a lot, of course, like I mentioned earlier, and and, and some of the old books talk about people that uh, lived in the mountains their whole life and didn't need nothing but meat and water and what have you and they and they would shun a piece of bread you know that's bullshit i guarantee you them mountain men were sucking up every biscuit they could con off the wagon train going by i i guarantee you you know so until you put yourself in that situation you can't understand yeah i had hunger cravings non-stop eat another pot of meat didn't help it because it's it's there's no carbs there i don't know where you get carbs in the woods they're scarce <laughs> yeah for sure for sure yeah what uh, a thing that I want to ask you is: Do you have do you have anything like that scares you? Any fears? <laughs> what fears do you have? Yeah, I was scared. I was scared to death of losing, and then that made me 
apply myself that much harder. I don't like failure. I don't like to let people down. Yep. Fear of failure. Right on. I can uh, yes, agree sir. with that one you for sure. Do something. Do it. I mean, I've done this all my life ever since I got the mental, you know, the winning mentality that I picked up as a younger man, you know, and, and yeah, you just go, go, go as hard as you can. And the alone thing was so great because, cause you're just going alone. You know, you don't know what the other people are doing. So you say, so you ain't got to think about them. It ain't like sports where it's so right now, you know, I mean, it was right now, but at the same time, a hundred days is forever. And, and you just one day at a time, one day at a time, you know, building rock house, fishing danger rock, stabbing the muskox. You talk about an adrenaline rush, dude, going in on that muskox with knife. That was, you know, that, that blowed so many impurities out of my system just from the blood flow. It, it was, it was a rush. You can't get that kind of rush from anything. I said, uh, the adrenaline, yes. You know, adrenaline. Make yourself do this kind of situation. It's healthy. What what was your what was your most memorable moment then? Did you have a standout moment where you thought, oh, I really, really enjoyed that. That was like the best that best part. What was the most well, memorable the most bit memorable to you of the, of the hundred days? Muskox. I mean, that 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 just is. Yeah. It, I don't think that can be duplicated, you know, to to have that thing in a situation where I could record myself finishing it off with a knife in my hand. I, I, for that moment right there, I call that the million dollar muskox. And, and I think this show will struggle to yeah. beat that episode. My, my my favorite bit and my wife's favorite bit was when you was like gnawing on the food and you was like, that was my favorite bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, you start getting comfortable with it. And I was eating some bones and, and I, I, I have some dogs, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty close to my dogs. And yeah, like I said, after I did that, I can see how a dog gets growly on a bone. So, so what's next for you, mate? What, what, what's the next, uh, I don't know, the next few months, Ooh, years bringing for you? What, what are you uh, looking to do? Trying to get enough people interested in a survival camp. I'd, I'd like to do some hands-on with some other people, pass on the winning philosophy with some skills, more of a confidence course than, than all straight survival. All cold weather, of course, concentrate on cold weather. You know, the cold weather brings everything really in, you know, cold weather training, strong training. And, but that, that, that ain't going to take long. That's just temporary thing I'd like to do while I'm hot. But uh, I do it in Alaska and the East Coast possibly too. But, you know, there, there's big talk of, I, I don't know this and it ain't been determined, but, you know, people were kind of wanting to see a, a rematch of all the champs, you know, once they get enough of them. And if that happens, I'm going to go into hyper training, smash that son of a bitch out of the ballpark two mode. So I would like to see, I'd like to see that go down. You know? And win. Love it. Love it. 
Well, I think I think uh, that's that's everything we, I wanted to get. We've got the we've got the stuff, and I mean, amazing. I think there's only one last thing I'd like to ask, and it's let's say somebody's listened to this today, Roland, and they've been inspired by you, and they maybe want to get a bit more into the lifestyle of of getting out in nature, and maybe do some survival stuff, but they're not that experienced. What would be maybe one or two tips just to to get them into that yeah, that, that, just, that uh, mode? You know, get the right study materials and read up on it get you a little outfit together pick the highest mountain or the fastest river or the coldest damn place you can get to reasonably from where you're at and you go out there and you spend some time alone testing yourself against the the woods and the waters and the hills and and you you get woodsy you gotta get woodsy yep yeah woodsy Awesome. Right on. I'm going to get Woodsy real soon. <laughs> awesome, man. That, that's it. I mean, uh, usually we end my uh, my podcast with a, with a, a favorite quote to, to end the show. And this can be something of your own or something you live by. And I, I don't know if you're much of a quotes person, and I didn't warn you, but can you oh, leave us I'd with a quote to, to finish to end the show? Let me give that a think, you know. Uh I'm full of them, but you might have caught me flat-footed. Yeah, I really like the quote that they used on the show. You know how they put the quotes at the beginning of the show? And I forget, you know, who it was, but they used it. And it, it said, he who can conquer many is, is great, but he who can conquer himself is the greatest of all. And that goes back to, you know, the winning mental mentality and and again any anybody this is a health show and, and and you can make yourself go get healthy you know just don't worry about what the other guy's doing if you can do five sit-ups that's what you do that day whatever but you got to make a start you have to begin procrastination is a bad deal yep he who and that this quote was on the show so this ain't my quote but he who uh the, the quote that, that is gaining some popularity that I said in the show is, you know, some people was talking about their survival trip as a spiritual thing for them, you know, and, and, and my spiritual being comes from God and Jesus Christ in the canon of the whole Bible. And that's just who we are. And that's strong medicine for sure anything else is weak but i i said on there you know i am out for the win i'm out for the money i don't need a spiritual journey I, you know this ain't spiritual for me it's physical I, I some people are picking up on that quote yeah love it love it well thanks so much for your time i really really appreciate it and i've uh i've loved picking your brain and speaking to you right on dude yeah i, I had a good time everybody stay strong out there That's a wrap on another episode of the Kinetic Fitness Show. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast episode with your friends, family, and colleagues. Until next time, peace and love.